Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Well, the saga surrounding Reptilia and their effort to open in London continues. Yeah, a lawyer representing an exotic animal zoo says the organization still plans to open its new location in Westmount Mall. That's despite London City Council rejecting a request from Reptilia for a bylaw exemption that would allow them to feature exotic animals. City politicians voted 9-6 to six against the application on Tuesday. Michael Lerner is the zoo's lawyer and told 980 CFPL they may be able to operate without the city's approval. Lerner says his client intends to exhibit exotic animals by operating under a provincial license. The zoo's opening is set for next month. Reptilia also has locations in Whitby and Vaughan, but has since been denied applications to set up shop in St. Catharines and Toronto. Speaking of Toronto, after a lot of will he or won't he, John Tory has resigned. Yeah, D- Toronto Mayor John Tory is working on a transition plan today after submitting his formal resignation last night. Tory stunned the city with his admission last week about an inappropriate relationship with someone who used to work on his staff and said he planned to step down. His office then said on Monday that Tory would remain in the mayor's chair as his budget was debated at council. Tory defended his budget during that debate last night, saying it was the best fiscal plan for the city and chose not to use special veto privilege available to him. He submitted his resignation letter to the city clerk barely an hour after the budget was approved, saying his last day would be tomorrow and he'd be working on transition plans until then. Tory faced several calls to stay in office, with Premier Doug Ford among those who wanted him to remain at the city's helm. Several councillors also called on Tory to stay on the job. Deputy Mayor Jennifer McKelvey will take over as the acting mayor until a new mayor is elected. According to the City of Toronto Act, a bylaw or a by-election must be held to choose the next mayor. City Council will have to declare the office of the mayor vacant during its next meeting, which is scheduled to take place on March 29th, and a call for a by-election. That by-election will apparently cost Toronto $18 million, so that's fun. Now, uh, John Tory wasn't the only high-profile resignation we had yesterday. Yeah, RCMP Commissioner Brenda Lucky says she will retire from the National Police Force on March 17th as she approaches the end of a five-year term. Lucky says she is leaving knowing she did her best and takes comfort that the RCMP is well-placed to shine in its 150th year. Her turbulent time as the top Mountie included the worst mass shooting in modern Canadian history, the COVID-19 pandemic, and protests that paralyzed downtown Ottawa and several border crossings early last year. In April 2018, Lucky assumed command of a police force divided by internal turmoil over long-standing problems like bullying and harassment. The RCMP has come under intense scrutiny over its response to the horrific events on April 18th and 19th in 2020 when a gunman killed 22 people in Nova Scotia. Lucky has also been forced to answer for the force's treatment of Indigenous people amid concerns about uh, police discrimination and brutality. Housing is a big issue for Londoners right now. We often talk about people buying a home, but for those renting in London, it's also very expensive. 
Yeah, a new report says the average listed rent for all property types in Canada jumped by over 10% year over year in January, the ninth straight month of double-digit increases. The report from Rentals.ca and Urban Nation calculated the average listed rent to be $1,996 in January, down half a percent from December. When compared with the pre-pandemic average rent in January 2020 of just over $1,800, rents in Canada rised uh, 9.5%, which amounts to an average annual increase of 3.2% during the three-year period. Burnaby, B.C. took over the top spot for the fastest appreciating rental market in January, posting a 32.7% year-over-year increase. London rounded out the top five for fastest rent growth among medium-sized markets with a 22.4% increase. Speaking of money, an audit looking into Hockey Canada has been completed. Yeah, an audit commissioned by the federal government has found that Hockey Canada did not use public funds to settle sexual assault cases or pay for related legal fees. The federal sport minister called for the audit in June after several media outlets reported that Hockey Canada had settled a $3.55 million sexual assault lawsuit. The government requested the investigation to ensure that public funds had only been used to support amateur hockey. A summary of the audit made occasional or made several conclusions rather, including that funds distributed by the federal government to Hockey Canada have been used for the intended purpose. It also found that Hockey Canada had an adequate internal control framework and a budgeting process in place. Some improvements were suggested, however, such as aligning the financial coding to the contribution agreements funded categories, reviewing the salaries recorded, and documenting financial processes. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1838, an act of the British Parliament suspended the Constitution in Lower Canada. In 1878, the silver dollar became legal currency in the United States. In 1881, the Canadian Pacific Railway was incorporated. In 1896, the first comic strip cartoon appeared the yellow kid was created by new york new york world newspaper by richard occult in 1923 the burial chamber of king tut's recently unearthed tomb was unsealed in egypt by archaeologist howard carter in 1933 the canadian government refused to allow liquor to be exported to prohibition countries in 1937 nylon was patented by dupont research a dupont research team that was headed by dr wallace carruthers in 1949, the House of Commons passed the Newfoundland Union Act by a vote of 140 to 47. Newfoundland officially joined Canada on March 31st of 1949. In 1970, Toronto police recovered the Grey Cup from a downtown hotel locker room after an anonymous tip. The CFL Championship trophy had been stolen two months earlier from the Ottawa Rough Riders trophy room. In 1971, Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau mounted an expression in the Commons. He later described as fuddle-duddle. In 1984, Quebec speed skater Gaetien Boutier completed the greatest individual Canadian showing in an Olympic Games. He added the 1,500-meter gold medal in Sarajevo to his gold in the 1,000-meter and his bronze in the 500. He also won silver in the 1,000 games in the 1,000 meters at the 1980 Games in Lake Placid, New York. 
In 2005, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman announced the cancellation of the 04-05 hockey season on the 154th day of the lockout. It was the first time a major sports league had lost an entire season and playoffs to labor trouble. In 2011, Watson, IBM's supercomputer, defeated Jeopardy's all-time greatest champions, uh, uh, Ken Jennings and Brad Rutter in a two-match contest that aired over three consecutive days. Watson won $77,000 overall. Jennings got 24000 Rutter had 21000 In 2020, Tony Fernandez, former shortstop for the Toronto Blue Jays, died at the age of 57. Fernandez, a five-time All-Star and winner of the 1993 World Series, had battled kidney problems for several years. And on this day in 2022, Ottawa Deputy Police Chief Steve Bell began his first full day as interim chief after the resignation of Peter Sloy, the police chief, the day before. Happy birthday to Kensel, who turns 10 today, and Fiona, who turns four, uh, 59. You share a birthday with LeVar Burton, who turns 66. Ice-T is 65 today. John McEnroe is 64. Elizabeth Olsen is 34. And The weekend turns 33.